Let's Go Tokyo with Ben O'Shea and Mark Reddings. Hello and welcome to Let's Go Tokyo, a special podcast completely dedicated to the Tokyo Olympics. I'm Ben O'Shea, joined by Mark Reddings, and all this week leading up to the Olympic Games, we'll be speaking to some very talented West Aussies who'll be heading to Tokyo. And it's a special day today because we've also found out that Brisbane has been announced as a future Olympic destination, Paralympics as well. But before we get onto that, let's talk to our special guest today, Hockey Roo, Georgia Wilson. G'day, Georgia. Hello. Great to talk with you, Georgia. And this must be an extraordinary day or two of your life because not so long ago, in fact, only last week, you were down in the dumps. Uh, your Olympic dream was in tatters. Now you're about to jump on a plane to go to Tokyo. Talk us through how this came to be. It's come about through a lot of hard work, but also um, uh, a teammate of mine actually uh, um, heartbreakingly got injured last week and I've been called in to replace her and, and her name's Penny Squibb. She's also a, a fellow Western Australian. Um, so as devastating as it is to, to see a teammate and friend injure herself, it also gives me the opportunity to debut at my first Olympics. Absolutely. There's heartbreak involved, I'm sure, for Penny, but you have to take your chance when it comes. And just reading a post from you last week, it said you hit an all-time low. You were sobbing on your bathroom floor for over an hour. Uh, your boyfriend begged you to lift your head, continually supported you, and you said you couldn't do it any longer. Um, that was how low you were feeling, I guess, at the time. Yeah, I, I struggle with a lot of mental health issues and I'm, I'm very open about them. And um, I think it's really important for young aspiring athletes to, to know that the stories that they often see aren't always the ones um, that they'll get on their own journey. And for me, I, I knew that it was going to be close coming into the Olympics. And uh, I did my ACL in 2018 at the start of that. So uh, the Olympics actually being delayed was a blessing in disguise for me because it gave me another 12 months of preparation. And I, I knew it was going to be close. And, and when I missed out, I was yeah, really disappointed, but there was still a glimmer of hope that I would be able to be named as reserve. And, and when that didn't happen, um, I really, yeah, um, I really struggled to come to terms with it. And, and I kept going and um, I'm not one to give up easily, but on Thursday night, I, I, um, I guess came to my senses and reality that my Olympic dream was over and um, I still had another week left of training and uh, my boyfriend's been incredible. His name's Willem and um, and Willem has yeah, been my rock throughout this uh, very arduous journey already. Um, so I'm yeah thrilled to be able to, to share it with him as well. And not just through injury, but non-selection. You've missed a Junior World Cup, Commonwealth Games, World Cup, Pro League Finals, as you said, Olympic qualification. You're due a change of fortune. You mentioned the tears of sadness last week. There must have been plenty of tears of joy in the last few hours. There has been a lot of tears of uh, joy, and um, a lot of them have come from a lot of uh, suffering and uh to put it in perspective, I haven't attended or been selected for a major tournament as yet. Um, and I've been in the national program for uh, four years. So that's a lot of um, <laughs> a lot of setbacks and non-selections. And I, I tore my hamstring in the, the lead-up to Junior World Cup three weeks before departure. So it was ruled out of that. And, 
and then did my ACL and, and that was a 14-month journey and in coming back I really struggled, um, you know, to, to regain all of the skills that I had previously lost and, and there was a moment in time where I thought, oh, I'm never going to be able to play with freedom again and and uh, fortunately something uh, yeah, in the universe decided that it was uh, finally my time. Yeah, and Georgia, you have spoken in the past about mental health. You've been very open about that. I'm curious if you watched Naomi Osaka at the French Open talk about her own mental health struggles. And did you see that as uh, a moment where the world took a step back and saw our sporting heroes as people and started to consider some of the, the battles that they go through behind the scenes? Oh, definitely. And she received a lot of backlash for doing that. And, and, and often the, the phrase is that, uh, you know, are used as selfish and self-entitled and, um, and, and the likes. But realistically, we're people and we struggle as well and, and we have emotion. And, and the, the great thing about our sport is that a lot of it is uh, undetermined and the outcome is not known. But the thing about that is that it also, uh, you know, presents itself um, with a lot of difficulty. And, and for me, um, especially, that's something that I've encountered. But I think, yeah, the shift in athletes speaking out particularly is, is something that's necessary and it's needed. And it, it means that our younger athletes coming through and the next generation won't have it then come as a shock when they get to the top level and they realise, oh, this isn't actually what, what it was made out to be. And that's the main thing is that they know what's involved and, and they know the, the really high lows, uh, the really high highs and the, you know, the really great lows that accompany being an elite athlete. We're talking to Georgia Wilson on Let's Go Tokyo and she celebrates her call-up to the Hockey Roos lineup. In a broader sense, going back to, I guess, some tough times for you, Georgia, with regards to the, the so-called toxic culture at the Hockey Roos, uh, Katrina Powell taking over, um, new leadership involved. Are you confident that uh, there'll be plenty of harmony and, and plenty of love, dare I say it, in the squad moving forward through the next couple of weeks? Definitely. We've put a lot of hard work and uh, invested a lot of time into addressing uh, the issues that were raised in the media and, and one of that, um, you know, factors involved uh, a complete overhaul of the coaching system and uh, Katrina Powell is a phenomenal woman and I'm extremely uh, privileged to have her as my head coach and, and having an athlete who has, is firstly female, I've never been um, coached by a female and, and having her is so refreshing, but also to know that she experienced exactly what we are going through and also what we want to achieve is, is um, you know, invaluable. And, and for us, uh, a few changes have been involved and, and it's really something that a lot of athletes will never have to experience in their own time, um, what we as a squad have had to endure over the last, you know, nine, 12 months. Uh, but I, I'm confident that, uh, yeah, we will achieve success and um, in, at Tokyo and, if not, in, in the coming Olympic cycle. Mm, let's talk about what the squad wants to achieve in Tokyo. The Hockey Roos are going into the Games ranked fourth in the world. It's obviously a program that historically has had a lot of success in international tournaments, but because of COVID, really haven't played too many internationals in the past 18 months. So you guys are sort of a massive wild card going into the Olympics. What realistically are your expectations? Are, are we are we looking very much at a gold medal? 
we will be disappointed if we, we don't win a gold and, and the expectation is to medal and uh, and we want to be number one. And that is also, however, the goal of many other sporting teams there. It's naive to think that any other hockey team that we'll be competing against will have, uh, you know, any expectation lower than um, achieving a goal. But for us, we have yeah really improved and, and one of the great things about uh, COVID is that a lot of the, the work we've done is has actually been behind the scenes so the the sporting world is yet to see it and and um yeah very excited um with the talent that our group has. Just off the back of that, Georgia, I hosted the launch and the announcement of the, the squad to go to Tokyo at WACE and obviously so many excited athletes, um, not part of that initially. Um, for someone like Penny, do you reach out to her uh, as a friend and, and, and console or you leave her alone because you know exactly the heartache she's going through? I have personally reached out to Penny um, and uh, I've given her a lot of space as well. And, and for me, knowing that um, it's, you know, it's still very raw for her, there'll, there'll be definitely a reconnection when she's ready. Um, but, uh, you know, going through injury is never easy. And, and I, yeah, and for her, it's just about putting herself forward at this stage and, and doing what she needs to do best uh, for her own mental health. Mm. And now if we're looking at who else is going to be there, these other teams who you'll be competing against at the Olympics, who are the big threats? Who are the big medal chances? And uh, how do you like your chances against some of those teams? The Netherlands are definitely going to be one of the teams to beat. Germany, as well as uh, very highly ranked, as, um, you know, in India in the, the female um, team as well. They come from a climate that's very similar, but, you know, the host... Uh, Olympic team is also another a big threat. So a lot of things have to fall in place for you to be successful at the Olympics. And I haven't been yet, so I know that there's going to be a lot of unknowns. But for us, it's trying to um, mitigate what those unknowns are and and really control what we can and, and focus on each performance to ensure that we are, you know, not getting ahead of ourselves and that we win each game as it comes. Now, uh, you've got Spain first up on Sunday. I'm guessing you might not be part of the, the team initially. I'm not sure whether the uh, the powers that be decide otherwise you jump straight into the action. But on a slightly lighter note, I saw a nice pic on um, social media with some of the, the uh, hockey roos, including Rachel Lynch, I think, uh, jumping on the, the beds in Tokyo just to prove that they uh, are not as uncomfortable as perhaps they could be. I haven't seen that photo yet, but I have heard that the facility is actually incredible. I uh, I went over there two years prior for the uh, test event and and just the technology that the Japanese, um, you know, have have put together to create, uh, you know, an Olympics during a pandemic is phenomenal. So I, I really can't wait to get there and perhaps have a jump myself on them. And did you play on the turf? Is it is it a fast surface? It is quite fast. Uh, the pitch in uh, Western Australia, actually, at our home turf, was laid at the same time, so uh, we should be um, quite familiar with it. But uh, the the climate is really the the biggest um, factor of risk, and uh, the humidity and the heat combined is something that we've put a lot of work into prior, and, and making sure that all of our hydration strategies are um, you know perfectly measured, so that we do have the best you know, um, sense of achieving success over there. Last one for me, uh, Georgia. I just want to go through the call that came your way and we've been through the excitement for you. But where were you? What were you doing when the, the, the phone came and did you think, is this for real? Uh, did you pinch yourself? Tell us in brief what happened. I actually had just gotten off the phone from my waist coach and uh, she had 
console me earlier that morning after I'd been in tears and, and my mum had actually contacted her saying, I think you need to check in because I think she's hit rock bottom this time and, and that was the absolute truth. And um, and so she actually said to me, have you checked in with your psych? Like, I think you should book in to see them. And I said, oh, I'm too feeling too depressed and I'm motivated to do it, but, yeah, I'll do it. And then as soon as I got off that call, um, another one came in and, and that was Trini telling me the good news. So definitely uh, a few emotions combined that day. Yeah, never, never, ever give up, I suppose. That's a good motto. Oh, definitely. And, and to any aspiring athlete who, you know, is encountering challenges and suffering at the moment, I, I promise you that you need to keep going and, and that it will all be worth it. Hockey Roo, Georgia Wilson, you really are an absolute fairy tale story for this Tokyo Olympics. And we are so proud that we can call you an Olympian. Thanks for being on Let's Go Tokyo. My absolute pleasure. Thanks, Georgia. Go well. Thank you. Bye bye. I wasn't kidding, Skeet. She really is a fairy tale story, isn't she? It's extraordinary. And uh, as I said, athletes that just keep persevering, persevering. Mind you, she sounded like she was going through the depths of despair given her latest heartbreak with Olympic selection. But I think even just to get there, whether they medal or not for her, that's just a massive life achievement. And look, on behalf of all uh, sports followers, you love seeing uh, that type of story emerge, albeit uh, Penny Squibb, our heart goes out to her. There's some, some uh, amongst a fairy tale, there's awfully, often uh, a story of heartbreak, and this is the case here. But uh, for Georgia, uh, she deserves this chance, and we wish her well over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, she's had so much bad luck with injuries uh, over the years. You just hope that she finally gets to have her time out on the pitch. We get a great result. What a fairy tale ending that would be. And remember, if you're struggling with mental health, you can always speak to somebody at Lifeline. Call them on 13 11 14. Well, thanks for joining us. I'm Ben O'Shea with Mark Reddings. Stay tuned all this week as we speak to WA athletes heading to Tokyo and find out what makes an Olympic athlete great. This is Let's Go Tokyo, and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. You've been listening to Let's Go Tokyo by The West Live with Ben O'Shea and Mark Reddings.